At what stage should one stop questioning their child regarding their religious daily affairs? I'll say two things. I like the question, and the question makes me very uncomfortable. I like the question because it's a very real question. The question makes me very uncomfortable because it's a very, very real question. The, the basic point is we have a responsibility to raise our children. And in general, this is true. And in our time, it's especially true that it's our duty to make our children not just mentioned, but yidden. Yidden means servants of the Eibishter. Yidden means people who have a moon in the Eibishter. Yidden means people who know what chesed is and what Avas Yisrael is and so on. And that obligation never ends. It's our job to raise our children. This question is a personal question, which means to say no two situations are the same. At what point should you stop nagging your child? I don't think you can ever call asking your child if you don't want to learn nagging. It's a part of chinuch. Obviously, you want that your child should reach a stage of maturity where he knows himself that he has to daven and learn without you having to remind him. Um, so let me first say this. The, the most important component of chinuch is being a dugmachaya, being a living example of what a yid is. A yid davens, a yid learns. And a yid shows an incredible seriousness, earnestness about his davening and about his learning. And this is communicated to the children. If the children appreciate that teda and mitzvahs are not something they do, mitzvahs and nashim mother, like a debt that they have to pay. Or the teda and mitzvahs is something that you teach little kids to do and once you become a big person, you do them haphazardly. But that an adult has more earnestness, more sincerity in the learning and the davening that he does than his children do. You communicate that to your children. And of course, um, you have to be careful not to communicate that with anger or with negative energy because if you communicate it with anger negative energy, you create an association between the yonam of teda and mitzvahs and negative emotions. And today, psychological is, uh, sensitivity is very real to all of us, especially to children. In other words, we're very sensitive much more sensitive than people were a few generations ago. And if a child has an association between anything and a negative emotion, that thing becomes negative. But the answer to the question is, you, you, you stop doing it when A, the child knows how to do it by himself, or B, when the nagging becomes a negative thing. And it's very difficult to give an answer that applies to everybody. Um, it's a very, very individual uh, question. It depends on you, it depends on your child. Obviously, if your child is 30 years old, it's not your place to ask him if he davened. Although then also you could encourage him to daven. But if your child is uh, 11, 12, 13, and even if he's a teenager, but we all understand that maturity today is something which develops quite late, it's part of your obligation to, I don't know the right word is to question, but to remind your child to do what he needs to do and to create an environment where the child uh, will feel that these things are positive. So I just want to say this. I, I, specifically to answer this question is impossible because every situation is different. But there's a few rules about it. Number one, in the Rebbe's letters, 
the Rebbe always says two things. Some let us say this, and some let us say that. Which works for you depends on your relationship with your child. On the one hand, the Rebbe writes to so many people, you have a lot more influence on your children than you think. Don't be afraid to yield it. A lot of people are afraid to say anything. I don't want to say anything to my child. And the Rebbe says, you're wrong. Your children are listening to you. And a lot more than you think you're able to say to your child, you're able to say it. You have to say it responsibly, respectfully, and sincerely. On the other hand, we also find letters of the Rebbe where the Rebbe writes to people that sometimes the parents cannot be the ones to speak to their children, either because the children don't want to hear it or because there's so much emotion. And the emotion exacerbates the problem. And the Rebbe encourages them to get others, other people, should encourage their children um, to, to be responsible and the davening and their learning and so on. And one final thing I want to say on this question. And that is, so many of us, so much, uh, are reactionary. And I'll explain to you what that means. Yeah, your child gets up in the morning, it's vacation. Yeah, so he's not going to yeshiva, so it's not 7 o'clock, it's 9.15, 9.30, he's overslept. You don't know if he washed Negevasa, you don't know if he said Kishma. And you say, Did you, would you wash Negevasa yet? Did he say Kishma yet? Did he say Brachas yet? Now, first of all, there's always the concern that the parent is going to communicate that with a lot of emotion, which could be negative. And second of all, the parent is being reactive. There's a situation. And the parent is responding to the fact that his kid got up late, and this is the mind of the matzah. One of the things which is very true about parenting in so many count contexts, and you know it's true about every relationship, is that when you find yourself being reactionary, and you see yourself constantly responding to what's going on on the spot, right? Your kid, you're not sure your kid davened. Did you daven yet? So what you're doing basically is there's a situation, there's a reality that you have not addressed before, that you're addressing bishas maise. And you develop a pattern, right? You're constantly finding yourself responding to what's something that's happening in your child's life that you didn't think about before, you didn't plan before. So you look like either somebody who's a nag or somebody who doesn't think, doesn't care about it. You didn't say anything last night. You didn't say anything last week. So one of the things which is useful for parents to consider is the idea of having a conversation, right? I don't want to use the word, the M word, having a meeting, but that's really what you want. You want to sit down with your child, not b'shas ma'ise, either at a different time, when it's not on the table, right? Let's say your kid's having vacation. It's almost Pesach now, yeah? And your kids are going to be home. And you're going to be busy making Pesach. And then you worry about your kids going to shul and davening and taking the tefillin and going to the mikveh and saying Krishna in time. I'm felt zachem negel and you find yourself constantly reacting to them. One of the things that you can do is push it, sit down and say, listen here. Now is coming vacation. How can we arrange that I shouldn't be a nag and you should be a yid? And you have to be very careful to say it in the most positive words. Let's figure out a plan that will translate into you being in shul and davening with a minion and watching Negevaser. So instead of me reacting to a mo- on-the-spot situation, which is usually not right, we can anticipate, we can preempt what could become a problem and plan it. And I think, again, it depends on the child, but I think you'll find the kids quite cooperative to make a schedule 
that will incorporate all the things that you think that the child can do. And you can negotiate with the child. You know? um, for example, you want your kid to go to shul every day and have with a minion. But it doesn't have to be 6 o'clock in the morning. It could be 9 o'clock in the morning. You want your child to learn a little tate every day. It doesn't have to be for two hours. It could be for half an hour, 15 minutes. And if you talk about it before, you take all the stress out of it, all the nerves out of it, and you're empowering the child because you're not telling the child, you're, you're asking the child. You say, Let's figure it out together because you have to assume. You have to assume not only because we can expect this of our children. You have to assume because if you can't expect this of the child, it's already too late. You have other problems. That your child also wants to daven. Your child also wants to learn. How do you resolve the problems with the Yetzirah? It has to do with going to sleep at a decent hour. It has to do with getting to show at a decent time. So you have to talk it over in a neutral time. Which means one of the things you want to discuss with your kid is what time you're going to go to bed. It's got to be a bedtime. And you have to talk about it beforehand. And I don't think it's the end of the world. In fact, it's not the end of the world at all. To reward children, even if they're teenagers, for keeping a schedule uh, in times when there's no school so that they can be constructive and be hidden the way they're supposed to be. I knew a Jew. Unfortunately, he passed away young. His name was Rabbi Wadowski. Anybody learned in Mohan Khan knows him. He was a very important part of Mohan many, many years. And I once asked him about... Uh, bribing children, giving children rewards for whatever it was. And he said, bribing children to the hilt? He had no problem with it. But of course, when you bribe a child, you never want the bribe to be greater than why you're bribing them. You don't want it to become a shalem nasakabu pras. If you're going to give a child for saying meida'ani a million dollars, so the child's not saying meida'ani, he's earning a million dollars. The child has to always know that the meida'ani is more valuable than what you're rewarding him for. So there's room for reward. But the reward shouldn't be, I'm bribing you to daven. You're davening. This is just an incentive. And the incentive cannot be so generous that it becomes the reason he's doing those things. And I think that to some extent uh, this is helpful. Naturally, uh, there are kind of millions of children in this world and millions of parents in this world. And it certainly doesn't cover everybody in every situation. But to some extent, the suggestions I made are useful.